Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Find Your Voice podcast. My name is Freya Casey. I'm a professional singer and vocal coach, but moreover, I am very passionate about helping you find your passion. Being yourself. We all might think that it's so easy just to be yourself. All we have to do is get up in the morning and live the day, right? And then we are just being ourselves. Uh, It's not as easy as we often think. Um, I just want to quote something here and it says, you change the world by being yourself. I don't know who this quote is attributed to, but it's very true. The only way you can truly change the world is by truly being yourself. However, truly being yourself, it can be quite challenging. When we are raised, when we grow up, we are already infiltrated by so many um, perceptions and you must do this and this is just how things are being done, that it's really hard to distinguish between things that are truly you and things that you have learned just because you were taught that this is the way you have to behave or this is the way you have to look and this is the way you have to treat others, this is the way you have to speak, this is is what you eat and this is when you get up and this is how you do school, this is how you do this and this is how you do that. You know what, I am one of the examples of I am not afraid to do the quote-unquote unconventional. The unconventional only means that you don't do what everyone does, what the convention is. A convention is something that everyone agrees on, that this is just the way most everyone does things. And um, I want to tell you another quote um, that is attributed to Will Smith. I I love Will Smith, by the way. He has a YouTube channel. If you have not checked it out, um, very inspirational and motivational and fun also to watch. And he says, don't chase people. Be yourself. Do your own thing and work hard. The right people, the ones who really belong in your life, will come to you and stay. And this is something I have just recently really begun to learn. I used to be such a people pleaser. And I always wanted to be liked by everyone. And it's only natural because when I grew up, my dad, who was an alcoholic, he criticized me all day long. When he was drunk, he criticized me all the time. It was really bad verbal abuse and really horrible criticism for just a child. Basically, I had no idea what he was talking about. I Like, I don't know, what did I do? But he just kept on criticizing me. And that is so toxic when... A child is already being criticized. Basically, I felt like I'm worth nothing. Like I'm not even supposed to be here. And just existing is not right. And that's horrible. Sometimes as a kid, I thought like, I should not even exist. But I felt like inside of me, this can't be right. Because I actually enjoy my life. And life is awesome. And there are really cool, fun things I can do. That can't be right that I shouldn't be here. So I'm very happy that I had those thoughts and that God made this feeling inside of me really strong. And I always felt like something inside of me told me that I am something really special. Despite all the hateful things my my dad talked to me about, I always felt like there was something really special. Maybe because he criticized me all the time. I felt kind of like a loner. I felt like I was just all left alone, but I felt like I was very special in the sense of like everyone is normal I am not normal and it must be because I have this very special special mission in life it must be I must be very special but because I used to be such a people pleaser it was really hard for me to accept that you know someone may not like me and when I actually when I think back when I started my YouTube channel I 
always, when I was talking or even when I was performing on stage, I always had in the back of my mind, always asking myself, are they liking what they're hearing? Is it okay? Um, and when someone made a face like, you know, where I'm guessing maybe they're not liking what I'm doing, I totally doubted myself. And I got into this place of mentally just going in circles like, is it okay? What are they thinking? Do they not like the high pitch? Do they not like the piece I'm singing? Oh no, what am I going to do now? They, I think they don't like me. I think they don't like what I'm doing. Maybe it's no good. And like I kept just going like on this crazy thought train that is just, you know, it, it just helped me to not focus. And um, the truth is that you should be grateful when you do polarize, when you, when you clearly, the more clear you, clearly you express what you want and what you feel, the more clear it will become who is truly for you and with you and who is not. See, when you're kind of wishy-washy and you're just beating around the bush and you're like, um, you're just kind of, it's almost like using fabric softener in everything you do and think and, and, you know, it's like, yeah, but maybe it's okay. And you're just trying to please everyone. It's like, well, I could do it like this too. Maybe and you just bend over backwards. You literally are not being yourself and just in order to please others. And it's almost like you're losing yourself because you start believing that, well, maybe I don't want the thing that I really want. Maybe that's not me. So maybe I just need to kind of please somewhere else, someone else. And we do this for our children. We do this for our spouses. We do this for friends. We do this for bosses. We just bend over backwards. We lose ourselves. We don't stand up for what we believe in. We don't stand up for what we truly desire because we think this is just the way we're supposed to do it. We're just supposed to please others. And, you know, we're supposed to please our children and we're supposed to be super mom, you know, if you're a woman. And if it's our boss, we're supposed to be the best. And, you know, we can't, we can't ever say no because, you know, there, there will be other people doing our jobs if we don't. And our spouses, it's like, you know, um, women have to submit themselves. And that does not, by the way, mean that you should give up yourself. And th that's just how we're taught a lot of times to just, you know, be nice and to be kind. Now to be nice and kind does not mean you don't speak up for yourself. You have to kind of, no one is going to speak up for yourself if you don't do it. So when Will Smith says don't chase people, that is something I really had to learn. Now on YouTube, you get a lot of comments and of course you know n like my coach recently we talked about it 99.9 percent .9 of all comments and all emails that I get are very very positive and a lot of people tell me how much I've helped them and how they enjoy what I'm doing and how uh, how great it is and that they're so grateful for this and um they thank me. Now, every once in a while, there will be someone, and I'll tell you just a story in a minute here about something that just happened this week. I was actually planning on recording a whole different episode today, but because of something that, you know, I, I just talked to someone and that kind of brought this topic up again, I decided to do this topic. Um, so 
a few things happened recently and one thing that happened was like I have sent out an email um, I think a couple weeks ago I sent out an email to everyone on my email list about one-on-one coaching sessions and I talked about it here before I decided to raise my rates my hourly rates to $497 for an hour now of course if you took a one-hour lesson with me for voice you would not be paying for 60 minutes What you're paying for is my lifetime of experience on stage, like all these different scenarios from opera to party band to musical theater. I've directed shows. I've been in the shows, lead roles, opera, musical theater. I've been in jazz combos. I've been traveling the world with cruise ships. Like I've been all these scenarios and I have all this experience singing all these different genres and I have taught so many students, literally thousands of students that I've worked with from all over the world. I have a lot of experience and my promise really is is a transformation. So what you would be paying for is not 60 minutes. Is 60 minutes worth 500 bucks? Well, probably, I don't know, like 60 minutes. What is 60 minutes worth, right? But what, what it is, is how much is it worth to someone to have a transformation, to maybe have a breakthrough that might take you an entire year if you were just to take a coach who doesn't have that experience. Instead of that, you could invest 60 minutes to take a shortcut. And that's the investment. It's not the time. And a lot of times, you know, people just don't understand. And I totally understand that. We are taught in a way nowadays, it's like time for money. It's like it's 60 minutes. You know, when someone does a surgery on you, you don't pay for the hours that they have the surgery. You pay for the end result and, and the procedure itself for the skill of the surgeon, right? I mean, would you pay, you would pay a doctor $10,000 to perform a life-saving surgery like I don't know on your heart but you would not pay um, let's say a plumber ten thousand dollars to perform that surgery on you because probably you will end up dead what you're paying for is not the hours that they're investing but what you're paying for is the skill and the expertise and the end result that you want Um, But a lot of people just don't understand that because the mindset now is just like, okay, like 60 minutes, how could 60 minutes possibly be worth $500? So I get this email, which I still don't even know. I have no idea what they were talking about, but um, I actually want to read it out to you. So let me actually pull it up. Mm, Well, it, it it said something to, let's see, I think I have it here somewhere. So I sent out an email couple weeks after I opened up my one-on-one and in the beginning I it was through application you had to actually fill out an online application and there were so many applications coming in I got so overwhelmed and the last question in the application was the the you know it was talking about the financial investment and asking people if they are ready if they're ready to invest in their voice Basically, I just wanted to see if they actually read the page, um, the information page that then led to the application. And a lot of people just don't even read it, 
which puzzles me. I just don't understand because um, they must know it's not for free. And if I know it's not for free, I will probably look at the information and read through it so I don't have to ask these questions later on. I don't know how people do this on jobs. Like if I had a job, like I don't ask my boss first, so I have to try to find out myself first, right? But anyway, there was there were so many applications that... Um, you know, it was really hard to go through all of them. And I did not get to respond to all of them. And some didn't even answer all of the questions. So I responded to the ones that answered all of the questions, because it is part of the application process. Now, there was one person that applied. And I did not, you know, I didn't, I think we did respond, my team responded to them. They never responded back. Because after applying, we sent a link that then the ones that we thought were fit could sign up. Now, a couple weeks ago, my babysitter, I, I talked to her and she became available because she used to work for another family also, but she just now became available. She's not working for that other family anymore. And so now once a week on Wednesday afternoons, she actually can be here and um, watch the babies. So starting this month, November 1st, or like just this week, actually, the first time she is here on Wednesday afternoons, which is today, which is why I can record this episode this afternoon and not just in the morning. Which also means I now have Wednesday afternoons available. And before that, I only had the AM times I'm in Europe, the AM times available. Now, people who live in the United States that would have not worked for them. So what I was thinking, this is great, I can now make available my Wednesday afternoons and open up a few more spots. So I sent out an email again to my entire list, telling people about well, my babysitter just became available. And once a week, I'm going to have these additional times available. So if you still want to apply because before there were no times on my schedule, you can now apply. So I sent that email and then I got this email back from someone and I just, I don't even know what they're talking about. You are not saying what you did initially to make me respond to your email. You are a misleading person. I am bored to think you would do this. I really admi admired you before this for years. A triple exclamation mark. I can't believe you would do this. Twisted. Please take me off your list. I'm so deflated. I was really looking forward to the initial opportunity you stated in the first email. Why would you mislead people? And don't try to respond. You did what you did. Admit it. I never want to communicate with you again. You are a liar. So now, first of all, like how, you know, how do you respond? I had to think about it. You know, I, of course, I decided not to respond, of course. They did not want me to respond, so I'm not going to it. Um, we took them off our email list and, you know, everything is, is okay. Um, and it does not, I am not, I'm not offended. So here's the thing. First of all, this person took the time to write, let's see how many sentences. One, two, three, four. Well, that's not an entire sentence. Uh, four, five, six, seven eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 sentences. I mean, it's just a paragraph, but it's 12 sentences, short sentences, but they took the time 
to write this email. So definitely, I don't know, for me, when I don't like something, I just delete it. I don't get angry about it. I just delete it. And second of all, someone who does this, to me, it's like I don't have a problem. Maybe they had a bad day. Maybe I don't know what's going on. But here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that they did not actually read the, I don't know, they did probably missed that I would charge for the one-on-one session because this person said, I was really looking forward to the initial opportunity you stated in the first email. Why would you mislead people? It's still the same opportunity. You can book a one-on-one session with me, but now you can also book it on Wednesday afternoons in my, like my, my time zone. I made additional spots available. I don't know what's misleading about that. I don't understand. The only thing I can think of is that they thought it would be for free that I'm doing a complimentary session. And in the second email, I actually wrote in in the email, I made it clear that it was a financial investment of $497 for the 60 minutes. And um, I talked about, you know, what we would be working on and that there will be like a, you know, they can send me recordings ahead of time so like we can make the best use of the time. And afterwards, they get a plan for me, like an actual page that, you know, an online page that I create with resources and recommendations so that after the session, they can get to work. And it's not just 60 minutes. It's really, you're also paying then for this entire, um, like a strategy that I come up with. Um, so when I've, this happens all the time when I send out emails and I send people, I have links in the emails, you know, when I have like an information page about something, this happens all the time. For example, I write, there will be a replay available. And then I get all these emails. Oh, I'm not available at that time. Will there be a replay available? (laughs) So people obviously just don't even read. Um, People are just like, they scan and then they, they ask before it, I think it takes a lot longer to write an email to ask a question than it would to, to try to read through it. Or, you know, like, what time is it in my time zone? Although we provided a link, if you don't know what time it is in your time zone, because pro- I have no idea where, where someone is, um, not just in the States or Europe, some people are in Australia or in Malaysia, who knows? They can go, we always provide the link, timeanddate.com, you can find out what time it is in your time zone. All it never fails every single time we will get emails like but what time is it in my time zone and that's really funny when we get that email like just saying what time is it in my time zone and they don't even tell you what time zone they're in it's like how am I supposed to know where you're located and so it's like where are you and then they sometimes they will answer it's like I'm whatever city and it's like I'm sorry I've never heard of it it's not like a huge city that I might not know um, I know Sydney but I don't might not know the small cities in Australia and, and it's just, it, it's just, it, it's crazy to me because um, in school we are taught to read in a way that we understand the information that is inside of that paragraph or that page or that article, right? And so 
But here's what I used, you know, in the past, I would have gotten all defensive and I would have thought, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I have to explain to this person that what I did was, you know, I did not do anything bad. And I, I always had this feeling that I had to prove that I'm a good person. I think so differently now. I don't have to prove anything, especially if someone is rude, you know, give someone the benefit of the doubt. You don't just call someone a liar. I'm sorry, this is just not okay. I just would not do that. Um, I would not just write an email and call someone a liar. I would, you know, if I thought there was something going on that's not okay, I would, if I, you know, if it was important to me, I would respond and I would say, well, I I had understood that that, that was a complimentary session and now you're saying it costs $500. Did I misunderstand or did you change it? So give someone the benefit of a doubt without, you know, it's, it really, to me, says something about a person um, when they are always assuming the worst about another person. And I'm, so for me, I usually always think the best about someone. I never even assume something negative unless they have proven it over and over again you know I'm I'm always I always keep on believing in the positive until someone has absolutely proven to me and you know if so, even if I think someone has done something that I don't agree with well if it is important to me I'm just gonna talk to the person I'm not just gonna um you know shout at them and be like you are just a horrible person um I might just ask them to clarify. It's like, did I understand this correctly? Is this what you're saying? And a lot of times when you communicate, things will clear up. And most 99.9% of the time, it's just a misunderstanding. So far in my life, it's always been like this. When I talk to people, and a lot of times I got emails that sounded in like the tone sounded very aggressive. And when I actually talked to people... They were like really nice people. So I'm not even assuming that this person who wrote the email is not a nice person. Maybe they didn't have a nice day or maybe that they were just like they acted out of the emotion. But I'm not going to feel like I need to defend myself. Because the truth is also, this is not the type of person I want to attract. This is not the type of person I want to work with. I want to work with a person like someone else who just, you know, this person is actually in one of my paid programs already and pays me $500 per month. Well, I'm sorry, he's in the um, founding members group, but pays me money every month and asked me um, if there would be a benefit in taking a one-on-one lesson with me. And we talked about it and uh, we came to the conclusion that it would be of benefit I could, we could really focus and be one-on-one for 60 minutes. And in that time, we could really work through a lot more issues. And so this person booked a session and is very grateful for the opportunity. And that is the kind of person I want to work with. Because here's the thing, someone who's willing to invest that amount of money, I know they're serious. I know they're going to come prepared. And I know they're going to apply what I teach them. There's nothing more frustrated when you teach someone and have the feeling like it's pearls, pearls, you know, before swines. You don't want to feel like you're just wasting your time with someone. And I've had way too many students who just kind of wanted to come to have a little bit of fun and they never practiced 
which, you know, it's okay, but I'm not that teacher who wants to work with singers who just kind of want to like just have an hour fun and have someone accompany them with a piano and then they go home and then next week they come back, but they don't do anything really at home because I don't have time, which that's totally okay. But that's not who I am. I want to work with serious singers. It doesn't mean they have to be professional. It's just people who really want to work on what I teach them and they will apply it because I, I love to see some success. And um, I want to help them. And I want progress. Um, and so instead of getting all defensive, what you want to try to get into the mindset is like you want to get into this mindset of being okay with just the way you are. You know, um, we all know, and I'm very convinced about this, you know, no one gets up in the morning and says or thinks, you know, I think I'm just going to be a bad person today. I think I'm going to lie today. And I think I'm going to do something really bad. So everything everyone does is what they think is the best. Now, of course, we all do things that we know are not the best things. And I do things that I, you know, after I do them, I'm like, oh, that was not okay. <laughs> and, you know, then I apologize. Or then I think, like, I think I really need to change something about the things, <laughs> about the way I do things. Um but no one is innately bad. You know, even people who do bad stuff, I think, you know, you know, there are people who, like, there's something wrong. There's literally something wrong with their brains, you know, someone who doesn't have empathy. Um, it's like a disease, you know, that's not normal. A human being normally has empathy. But I just don't like always assuming that someone is just a bad person because of what they just did. I was like, ooh, he did me wrong. Even about, you know, even my exes or something at the time back then I probably felt like they did something wrong but the truth is there's nothing wrong with them they're just being themselves and I'm just being myself and sometimes it just doesn't go together that's one you know that can happen that means those people that don't you know it doesn't gel well I don't have to be with them and I don't have to make everyone like me and I don't even want everyone to like me I want to polarize and I want I want to stand up for myself and what I believe in and I want only to attract people who are absolutely okay with me being exactly who I am and me offering exactly what I'm offering and I want them to come to me being exactly who they are um, and it's only gonna work if what they bring and what I bring is going to fit together. Everyone else, it's okay if they're not in my life. And the truth is, if you really want to get to where you want to be, you cannot always try to make everyone like you. There will be people who don't want to be with you, who don't like what you do, who criticize you. And you know what? I just, it's almost like if you could see me now, just like wipe my hands. It's like, okay. Thank you. Next. Um, goodbye. Thanks for being part of this journey so far. And I wish you all the best. <laughs> so you just have to be really in this mindset. Um, let me tell you one more story. There was just someone today I talked to a friend and it just broke my heart. If you don't fit into the norm and people um, criticize you for that, just don't let it get to you 
you know, I found that being not the norm is actually so much better. <laughs> it's so much cooler. You are so much cooler when you're just being yourself because here's the thing. God created you just the way you are. And you know what? He wanted you to be exactly the way you are. Yeah, you are not perfect. I'm not perfect. And that's exactly how God created us. We are not perfect. Our children are not perfect. We still love them, right? And we love our children because of all their little faults and their little things that get on our nerves. We, we, we love them because of those things, because they're not perfect. And because everyone is, it makes them so unique. And so God made us exactly who we are. And that is not a mistake. He did not make a mistake when he created you. You are okay. And your desires and the way, the things you really want in life don't apologize. Don't apologize for what you think. Don't apologize for what you want. And don't apologize for how you feel. Stop apologizing. Stop being sorry. Just don't ever say, I'm sorry. I have actually stopped saying, I'm sorry. Um, I mean, I will say, I'm sorry if, like, you know, I stumble and I hurt someone. It's like, oh, I'm sorry I did that, where I spill a glass. Or, like, oh, I'm sorry. But I am not sorry for being me. And I'm also not sorry for someone. You know, like if, if something happens to them, I, I don't want to be sorry. What I want to express is, I understand how you feel. How can I help you? We're so, we're, we're so taught like always like, oh, sorry, 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 sorry this, sorry that. And it, I just want to get into this, this mindset of not being sorry, but can I help? What can I do about it? Is there anything I can change? Can we do something? Can we find a compromise? Can, can we make it better? Um, can I, you know, do something in the future that makes it better? Um, and not being sorry. Don't apologize anymore. Don't be sorry all the time. Be fully yourself. Don't apologize for your feelings because... The truth is you can't just turn them off. They are who you are. They are always legit. And your heart's desires, they're legit and they may change all the time. Life is dynamic. And you know what? If you said something today and tomorrow you're saying something else, if it's truly what was in your heart, you are not a liar. It's just sometimes things change, right? Maybe yesterday I thought I didn't like tomatoes. And today I tried tomatoes and I found out, well, actually... They didn't taste so bad. So as of today, I like tomatoes, whereas yesterday I didn't. So yesterday I made, may have told you I don't like tomatoes. And today I tell you I do like tomatoes. That does not make me a liar. Just things changed. So I'm just going to leave you with that. And um, yeah, remember that you are perfect the way you are. Your dreams express exactly who you are. And don't forget to dream big. Okay, talk to you next time. Bye.